Welcome to How to Trade It, The Road to Trading Mastery. Join Casey Stubbs, a seasoned trader, as he guides you to become a profitable trader. Find actionable insights, real-life stories, and strategies to boost your trading skills. Don't miss the journey to trading victory. Start listening now. Connect with us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Trading profits are just an episode away. This is the Cashflow Hacking Podcast with Casey Stubbs, where you will learn the tips, tricks, and strategies to increase your cash flow. And now to your host, Casey Stubbs. Hello, everybody. This is Casey Stubbs from Finance and Markets, and we're on the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. And today we're with Anmal Singh. He's the founder of Live Traders. Thanks for being on the show today, Anmal. Thanks for having me. So uh, you have this uh, business where you help traders learn to trade. Can you give us a little bit of background on how you got started with trading? Sure. So I actually started trading right from college from my dorm room. I initially was just, you know, reading articles, blogs, and, you know, trying to figure this stuff out. So for the whole first year, it was just like a figuring out phase. I was trying to, you know, see, do I want to be a technical trader? Do I want to be a long-term trader? So that just started off in college. And then eventually, I uh, found a mentor who's actually my business partner now at Live Traders. So he actually taught me. He had a course at that time for another firm that he used to teach. Um, so I took one of their courses and joined their program. And then uh, they kind of funded me with their own money to trade, like a prop firm. So it was just like levels to go through. Uh, the firm was in New York, and then I used to trade their capital. In exchange, I gave them like a percentage of profit. So I did that for about, you know, three years. And then I eventually said, you know what, let's do this on my own. And then I contacted my mentor. I said, hey, you know, you're really good at teaching. Uh, you're you know, a really good trader. And, you know, I've obviously seen a lot of results from your program. And, you know, I'm also pretty business savvy. So let's, why not team together and, you know, let's create live traders so we can actually uh, teach people what real trading actually looks like rather than the marketing hype that, you know, a lot of people uh, do these days. Right, exactly. And so based on what you were saying earlier, you were going to college and then you started trading right towards the end of college. Is that, is that correct? Like, yeah, in, in the beginning of college, I had like the little trader bug that started, you know, like I wanted to, I was just curious. So I was taking courses, watching YouTube videos, all the stuff that everybody does when they start. Um, but, you know, eventually I joined the firm. It was like two years and second year into my college was when I actually joined them and I started trading from them and I worked through the levels. So they had like 10 levels. Level one, you get $50,000. Level two, you get $75,000. And it keeps working its way up until level 10, where they give you uh, $10 million in trade. And they have targets. So you hit certain targets, you progress to the next level. You hit a lost target, you go back down a level. So it worked like that. And I got to my level 7, level 8, which was uh, about 2 to $5 million that I was trading at that time. Uh, so that took me about the third year of college to actually get to that level. So the whole first year was just kind of figuring it out in college and then Towards uh, the third year of college is when I uh, started doing well. 
I like the the setup of that where you have uh, goals and targets to reach. That sounds pretty cool. When you were going to college, was it for finance and business or trading, or was this trading just totally unrelated to what you were going to college for? Right. I went to college for uh, business, uh, but I not really didn't really go into uh, in terms of you know in terms of the finance aspect of it. It was clearly in the business aspect of it. I was studying a business degree in college. And then uh, nothing trading related there. It's just something that I, you know, kind of got later and down the road. And what do you think was the initial drive to get you to start in trading? Was it because you were trying to find a little extra money to pay for college or you just thought it was something that would be really interesting to learn? Or what was it that got you ex- interested in that? I think it was just like money, you know, because you see that Wall Street, everybody was doing well. You grew up watching movies on about Wall Street trading and so there's clearly money in there, and that's what kind of got me interested and got me motivated to, you know, learn more because there's barely people making and doing really well in the trading industry. So there's money involved, you know. So that bug came into uh, into play. It got me really curious to, you know, want to learn more and, you know, do more. And you had said that you were getting up in the levels uh, while you were going to college, by the time you got out, were you actually earning enough money to uh, to make a living with your trading at that point? Um, at that point, it took me about a year to get to that point. You know, it took me about a year to get to the point where I was actually doing well. Initially, it was just uh, you know learning, figuring it out, losing money. I think the whole first year I probably lost ten thousand dollars the whole first year. Uh, so it was like the second year onwards where I started getting breaking even. And then eventually making money toward the end of the second year. And uh, during that time where you had lost money, uh, did you get discouraged at all? Was there like times where you thought that this is not going to work or it can't be done or you felt like this is, I, I want to quit or anything like that? Yeah, I think uh, almost every day. You know, almost every day. Uh, every day felt like I want to give up or want to quit because you don't see the results you know, immediately. The results start showing up down the road. So the first year, uh, probably I would say every week, there was one of those nights where I was like, I don't know if this is for me or I don't know, maybe this is all marketing hype that people I bought into and maybe they're not people not doing well. Um, but then, you know, I saw my mentor. He was like, hey, here's my account statement. You know, here you go. Nobody did that at that time. So that what, you know, really, I guess, made me confident that, okay, it is possible. He was like, here's my login details, login to my brokerage account. And, you know, you can see everything right there. So I logged into his account and I saw, all right, he just took this $10,000 and six figures right now at the end of the year for the $10,000 account. Doable. So if he can do it, why not? So I just latched on to him and I said, hey, I'll pay you whatever it takes. I paid him like $7,000 for coaching. That whatever it takes, just teach me. And, you know, he took me on his wing. He taught me and then, uh, you know, it worked out. But it was really important for me to see the real results of people actually doing well. Because at that time I was, I had those nights of, Maybe this is not real. Maybe it's not possible. Or when I had a loss and I felt like somebody punched me in my stomach, you know, and I felt like giving up pretty much every day of the first year until it actually started making sense in the towards the second year. Right. And I think that one of the things that you just mentioned about finding a mentor is really important. I notice a lot of people when they're dealing with trading, they want to do it on their own. They they're at home. They want to just you know, not rely on anybody else and and, all, and try to figure everything out on your own, but you actually went out and found somebody uh, to get help. I think that's probably a pretty uh, smart thing on your 
behalf. And do you still do that in life? Find people to help you when you're learning new things and trying to accomplish new tasks? Always, always. Because, you know, I think it's one of the things that makes the most sense, you know, because if you don't have a mentor or somebody showing you the ropes, it's going to take you a lot of time to figure it out on your own. You could spend three years trial and error and, you know, try and figure out yourself. But if you have somebody who just said, hey, here's the mistakes that I made in my first career, as long as you don't do those, you'll be fine. And he just gave me a list of all the things that I don't want to do. And it really helps. And I still do that today. You know, in my other businesses and other ventures that I'm involved with, I always seek out mentors who are doing or playing the game at a better level than I am so that I can learn from their mistakes. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you should learn from mistakes. You should learn from your mistakes. I think that's fine. What's even better is learning from other people's mistakes. So you don't have to make them. You save a lot of money, save a lot of time, save a lot of headache learning from other people's mistakes. Yeah, you'll still make mistakes on your own, but at least now there's less mistakes you'll make when you learn from somebody else. And I think that takes somebody who's willing to be teachable because a lot of people uh, are not teachable. And if they're not teachable, they're never going to learn anything. So I think that's pretty good. So is that kind of what you guys do at Traders Live where you actually are mentoring and helping pe show people the ropes so that they don't have to make those same mistakes? Yeah. You know, so at our firm, um, we do the same thing every day. We run a broadcast where me and my partner, we actually trade live. So we have a webinar screen. We share our screen. We share the audio. We trade live in front of them real time. We even call the trades out like before we actually are getting in there. So like, hey. Microsoft gets to 46, that's where we're going to enter long. Stop loss is going to go at 45, here's a target. So everything goes out before the trade is actually at that price. And then we explain the reasoning behind the trade, we mentor them, and then more importantly, a lot of people, a lot of places, they always talk about their winning trades or they review their winners. What we spend more time on is reviewing the losers, the trades that didn't work, the trades that we lost money on, and we review them in detail so that people can learn from our mistakes. You know, and we may make mistakes too. Like today I made a mistake on, you know, Tesla. It was to support and I shorted it and I took a loss on it and I reviewed it with the room. I'm like, hey, even professional traders, we can get, you know, sometimes get overconfident, you get complacent. You come after a winning streak and then you're like, you know what, this is going to work too. Shorted it to support, stopped out. So I reviewed it in detail. Hey guys, this trade was coming out to support. Don't want to short it to support. We want to let it break. And then we waited for that and people can learn from my mistakes, you know. So that helps them progress faster. And that's one of the things I'm proud of is one of our trading firm, like a lot of people are profiting, which can't say that about other trading rooms or other education firms. In our firm, people who joined us since the beginning of when we started, they're still here now, right? Whereas other trading education rooms, it's like a revolving door. People come, they trade for a bit, they go. Revolving right. door, come and go, come and go. But our people have been with us since we started because they're consistently profitable. And if they're not profitable, they're getting to that cusp of, you know, turning into profit. So, you know, risk management, learning from uh, our, our mistakes has been the number one, uh, I would say, difference maker. Yeah, and I think that um, that's a pretty difficult thing to do is to actually be open and transparent about losing. I think just being transparent it takes a lot of courage and not everybody wants to open up everything and just show show exactly what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, not anybody wants to do that, but at the same time, I'm like, why not? You know, because if you're doing well, you're actually doing well, then why not talk about it? Why not show these things, you know? So I would always be skeptical and wary of people who are not willing to share, you know, they're bad. Uh, because we do have bad days, you know, we have, uh, 
like I manage money. So sometimes investors call me, ask me about performance and everything. And I'm open with them because you have to be. You know, whereas individual traders, you don't have that accountability. So that's why they're not that open because they don't care, right? There's no accountability. But if you have, you know, people, investors calling you, you know, about performance, there's no choice but to be transparent. So I think transparency is key, not just in trading, but in life and in, you know, anything in general. It's just to be straight up with your performance and let them decide. Yeah, I think I think that's pretty good. Uh, if somebody was just starting out and they were looking to make some extra extra money on the side, would you recommend them getting started with trading? Uh, what types of steps would you say? What what approach would you ask recommend for them? Right. So I think first thing it all comes down to learning first. You don't never want to just open an account and jump into trading. You know, I did that when I started. Everybody actually does that when they start. They open an account. They just read something. They're gonna buy it, but easy approach is to first learn. So maybe take a little money out, put it as an education fund and train yourself. Learn, right? The good thing with technology these days is that you can get platforms that are demo, but they're as close as it can be to a real platform, right? So it does the exact same thing. The only thing that's different is the money's not real, right? So you can practice it and make all those mistakes that newer traders make on a virtual account so that when you actually go live, You've already fixed those mistakes. So that, that helps supercharge your career. So I tell people, you know, go open a demo account, trade it for a month, you know, and make all the mistakes you want right now. You know, when you go live, you don't want to make those mistakes. So practice it on a demo because here's the thing. If you can't make money on a demo, you're not going to make money on a real account. Right? Right. You've got to start there first. Now, do you think that this is something that's realistic for somebody who needs a little extra money, they're working at a regular job, they're slaving away all day, and they they just aren't making enough money to survive or, or at least be comfortable. Do you think this is a realistic thing for them to make a little extra money on the side? Um, yeah, but it might not be day trading because if you have a job, then you know you can't be in front of your computer in the morning. You know, stock market opens at 9.30. So if you want to be a day trader, you've got to have time at least from 9 o'clock till 11 o'clock. Right. If you have that time from nine to eleven and you're working a job after that, you're working a night job, you're working a later shift, then that's fine. Yeah, you can absolutely trade on the side in the morning and then go do your job. That's why a lot of people in the West Coast do that a lot. A lot of our students in the West Coast, because West Coast market opens in the morning, like six, five, six, whatever the time is. So they trade in the morning and then they go do their regular job. So they're financing their passion with their job. So that takes away the pressure. Because if you're just trading after quitting your job, now there's this pressure to pay your bills. Right, you can remove that pressure by, like, West Coast people do it. They have their job, funding their passion, and then they trade in the morning. They go to their job. But there's some people who I, you know, commend them for their efforts. Like I know one of my students. He was trading for. He quit his job. He started trading. Traded for six months. Didn't make any money. Right? Didn't make any money for the first six months. But then he still had to pay his bills. He had a lot of pressure. So, but what he did instead of giving up or whining about it, he drives Uber at night. He drove Uber like in the evenings, in the afternoons, in the night, and traded the morning. And now he's at the point that he doesn't need to drive an Uber anymore because now he's doing all right. He's not making as much as money that I would like him to make, but he's still making 50, 60 grand trading now that he doesn't need to drive that Uber. And we're going to work up a strategy with him where he's going to scale his, uh, you know, size and down the road next year he's going to make 70, you know. So it's all a matter of funding your passion. Like, what do you want? You got to decide first. What do you want? You know, do you want to, have this profession, you want to have this freedom, well, there's got to be some sacrifices that you will have to make along the way. But it's absolutely doable. A lot of people do it. It's just what extent you want to go with it. 
And if you do have a job that's keeping you up all day, you can swing trade, right? You can hold trades for more than two days, right? Don't day trade in and out every day. Hold trades for two days, three days a week, or do forex, forex markets, foreign exchanges 24 hours a day. You can do whatever you want. Okay, so based on your circumstances, you can adjust your plan to fit within it and make some extra money on the side if you're looking for some extra cash flow. Yeah, you have to have a plan, you know. You have to decide, all right, these are the times I can do it. These are the times I'm absolutely busy. Here's what I need to fund my lifestyle. You need to have a plan. Just like a business has a business plan, you need to have a trading business plan, you know. What's your plan for your trading business, right? An account, how much money you need to pay your bills. What does the platform cost? What does the chat room cost, you know? And you need to prepare all those. These are your expenses, you know. Good thing about trading is, except for your trading platform or commissions and fees, there's not a whole lot of expenses. So that's a good thing. You know, it's not like you have to pay a payroll or salary that you, you know, going to be under the water for. That's why trading is, in fact, one of the best businesses that I see. So literally, all you need is that initial capital. There's no expenses. There's no overheads. And you can just, you know, start a business. No other business like that. Yeah, that's a huge advantage because starting a business is a, a lot of expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I agree with what you were saying earlier about, you know, finding a way like your student, he was working on the side. I think that's fantastic. And you're talking about doing what you want with to be passionate. But what do you think um, people could do to be more passionate in life and to be more passionate about what they do? Hello, this is Casey, and I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my new book that just came out. It's called Complete Trading System. This is my 25 years of trading experience, sharing everything that I have learned in how to make a profit from the markets. You're going to learn about how to find the right instruments to trade, how to find a trend, how to get started as beginners. You're going to learn about how to get the right mindset and you're going to be able to put it all together to create a trading system of your own that will work for you. I highly recommend that you try it out. Just click the link right now. It's called Complete Trading System. It's available on Amazon. Thank you. Go ahead and check it out. I think you're going to love it. You know, I, this, is, this is one of the questions that I perhaps disagree with a lot of the talk on the internet about passion, you know, about doing what you're passionate about or, you know, be passionate about this, how do you create passion? I think there's only one way to go about it, which is to get good at it, you know, because once you're good at something, passion will follow. Once you are bad at something or, you know, you're not good at something, there's not going to be any passion. So just get good at it is the way to get passion. You know, you look at any... um Let's say anybody who plays football or baseball in like minor leagues or something like that, or maybe he's not that good at all. Was he going to be passionate about it? Probably not, right? But if you see somebody who's, you know, like, let's say, uh, playing at a higher level, playing for the national team, playing for the state, you ask him, he's going to be passionate about it. So the people who are passionate about things are good at them. People who are not good at something, they're not passionate about it. So the way to be passionate is to get good at something. You know, passion will follow. So, I don't like to talk about, you know, do what you're passionate about. 
you know, you got to do what you're doing right now and just get good at it and the passion will follow. So there, you know, passion doesn't exist out there in the space that you can just grab and you can be passionate all of a sudden. Because you could be passionate about a lot of things. You could be passionate about, um, you know, painting Legos, you know, but that's not going to make you any money, you know. So you got to decide first what you're passionate about. Does it even have money in it? You know, because you, we live in this uh, capitalist society that we do need money. No matter what you say, money is required. So it does your passion have the ability to support your dreams? That's the first thing. And then if it does, then get good at it. If it doesn't, then find another passion. Well, that, that, I think that makes, makes some sense about practicing it and getting good at it and making sure that you can make some money. And I, I know that a lot of people tie money into true success. They say that in order to, to be successful, you have to make money. Uh, what do you think true success actually is? Uh, and this is actually a really good question because uh, my book is coming out, which is called Prepping for Success. So it's all about true success, what success means to me and how to actually get that. So, you know, true success to me is achieving success in each and every area of your life and then be okay with where you're at in each of those areas. Because, you know, money ties into success, I think absolutely it does, but that's not the only thing. Because you can have all the money in the world and still feel miserable, you know. So you need relationships, good relationships, you need the money, you need the finances, you need good health, more importantly, you need a circle of friends or social family around you. So you need family life, you need money, you need health. And when everything comes together, you know, that's when true success occurs. Because you could have all the money in the world, but if your health is bad, you're always falling sick, that's not successful life, right? If your relationships are messed, you have all the money, that's not a successful life. So you need all those areas to come together for you to be truly successful. But money is an important fact. Because you can have the best relationships, the best health, but if you're broke, that's not success. So money does tie into success. Right. It's not the only thing. All right. Now, uh, I think that's a, a really good point about having, because life is not just about money. There's a whole bunch of different things. Um, but what can people actually do to try to make it in life where they can have all of those things lined up and consider themselves successful in each area. Sure. So, again, go, going back to one of the chapters from my book, it's called stickiness, which is, you know, your ability to stick to something, you know, like, because a lot of people these days are running gigs. One day they're trading trading stock, one day they're trading Forex, one day they want to do cryptocurrencies, the next day they want to do Amazon drop shipping or real estate wholesaling. Right. You know, everybody's just jumping on to the next shiny object. But the true success appears when you narrow your focus down into that one thing and just put it all in. You know, you go all in on that profession and you stick to it because it takes time. You know, I didn't make any money on my trading for the whole first year. Lost money. If I quit now, I wouldn't be where I am right now. Right? Because I stuck to it, I found a way. And, you know, learning comes into it. The second point of success is learning. You know, always be learning. You know, you got to always be learning. I still spend 10% of my, whatever I make, 10% of my income into attending networking events, into attending conferences, seminars, buying an online course, you know. I still buy online courses from people on areas that I might not be good at. If I want to learn a marketing, I'm going to buy a marketing course or take a mentor, call them up. You know, I'm obviously seeking those, uh, you know, new knowledge because, you know, you don't know everything, you know, and you can't know everything. So if there's somebody out there that knows what you want, you learn. You know, I'd rather pay somebody a thousand dollars to teach me something than having to spend uh, a month reading ten books. 
you know, so I look at money as buying time. You know, I could read those 10 books, learn it for, you know, information for 100 bucks, buying those books, but I could pay somebody 1000 right now and just tell me right now what I need. So, right. That <laughs> into success as well, which is, you know, your ability to stick to something, your ability to get good at it, your ability to learn it, and then when you learn it, you get good at it, you get passionate about it, and you just build on top of that, and that's how, you know, you get successful. I, I agree again, and I, I, I like to read books and go to marketing events and networking events. I like to do, mix them up both, get, get both sides of the story, but, uh, but, um. Yeah, you definitely tell- need both, because, you know, you don't want to just be an online person. You want to go offline and interact with people. It does make a difference, you know. Like, you could watch online courses. You can learn a lot. But, like, actually creating networks, actually connecting with people, that's really important. Connect to physical people, you know, not just online. I mean, online you can build great connections, but when you actually meet somebody, you'll have a much stronger connection with them. And you're going to learn stuff that they might have not shared online. So that's another thing where I and I... You know, definitely suggest mixing physical time with online time. Right. And I could just tell you with my business, I don't really like to go to events and I'm kind of like a, an introvert. And so for years I didn't do that and I, my business was going sideways. And then I started to go to these events and meeting people and making deals and learning stuff and making connections. And then I started making more money. And so yeah, it's I mean, really I, had a good. I'm exactly like you. I was an introvert. I, I think I still am, you know, but. I think introversion is something that, again, just like with time, if you put yourself out there, you expose yourself, you know, it's not going to feel that bad anymore. First right. time to remember, I moved to New York and, you know, I attended like a networking event and I was just standing there with a drink on the side, not talking to anybody because I was an introvert too. But then I just did that over and over. And, you know, the fourth event, fifth event, I was still uncomfortable there. I don't know how to start the conversation or, you know, do any of that. But I was still put myself out there, and the fifth, sixth time, you're just standing there, and the, you know now that anxiety is gone, and you know oh you get conversation. Somebody will strike a conversation with you if you're not able to, but all it takes is simple hi. All it takes is go up to people say hi, and that's it. Conversation opens up. They're gonna say hi back, and you started that way. So you know introversion also is something that with conditioning, with putting yourself out there, can turn into extroversion. Right, and that's pretty funny because I I go through the same thing when I go to those events. I I hate doing, it, especially because everybody else is talking, right? So I don't want to be the guy to go up and inter- interrupt a conversation. So I just stand there. Um, but what what I've noticed happened with me is I just keep going. I just keep going, and then eventually people start to know me, and then now everybody's chatting with me all the time, and I just keep expanding my network. Uh, so that's that's some really good stuff. Tell me a little bit about your book when it's coming out. You told us the title, but like, who who is the book for? Who are you trying to help? What what what's your goals with it? Right. So, you know, the book is something that I've been working on for a while. I mean, it was supposed to actually come out earlier this year, but the new year. But you know, every time I read it, I'm like, yeah, I want to tweak that a little bit, or I want to change that a little bit. So uh, now I'm I might get into favor. You know, not let's not be perfectionists. Let's actually get the book out there. Um, so hopefully, I'm thinking another three months it should be out. You know, another two to three months, the book should be out. Um, and the book is just basically anybody who aspires for more. You know, anybody who's looking to get more from life. Anybody who's kind of feels stuck, you know. Like, how do I get that success? Or what do I actually need to do to get that success? So there's not, not a lot of fluff in the book. When I read books, there's books that are really interesting. Right? They have a lot of information. 
but they can get bored because there's a lot of information, right? Yeah. And then there are books that have a lot of stories, but then you're like, where's the information? So what I'm trying to do is tone it down where slight stories, but then it breaks it down, action points. And every chapter ends with something for you to do, like an action step or something for you to do. So it's almost like a course. You know, every chapter ends with these are the five things, you know, to take action on right now before you move on to the next chapter. So the book is about success. It's nothing to do with trading, although the concepts will help you in trading. But there's nothing to do with trading. It's a self-development, personal development book talking about success, each and every, every areas. And what I have found in my research that people need to do to become successful. So I've read thousands of books. I've attended thousands of courses, spent hundreds of thousands of dollars attending these events. So what I've tried to do is just compile my knowledge into this book, into like 10 keys that people execute on these 10 keys so they were better prepared for success. That's why it's called prepping for success. I too am prepping for success, you know. I'm not there where I want to be yet, but I'm also prepping for success. So these are the 10 things that I'm going to be doing for the next 10 years for myself. And that's what the book is. These are the 10 things I'm going to be doing. And these are things, 10 things if you do as well, you know, you're going to get successful. I really love the fact that you put action steps in there. And because here's what I believe. I believe that if you intake knowledge and you just keep learning and learning and learning and you don't actually apply any of it, it's just wasted space and you actually get this like disconnect in your mind and you, you actually become a little bit crazy because you never apply. You become unuseful because you never apply what you learn. And so when I'm going to conferences or training or education that I pay for, I, I always make sure that I write down at least one or two action items that I'm going to execute because I have a ton of stuff going on and I could just execute nothing. But if I'm going to pay for it, I'm going to do it. I yep. want to execute at least one thing. So if I buy your book, which I plan on doing, I'm going to say, okay, I bought this book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to execute one thing that I learned from this book. Definitely. I mean, it's almost like you already read the book, but that's another chapter <laughs> is take action, you know. It's like, okay, you can be the lifelong learner. You can learn all these things, but it's no good if you don't execute on, you know, because a lot of people, like, I know there's um, people even in the family that are like, hey, I want to lose weight. And then, you know, you chat with them. They're doing this diet. You, you know, follow up with them six months later. They're just trying their new, another diet. And then, you know, a year later, they're trying this new program. And I'm like, you know, like Tony Robbins says, that the only couple things you need to lose weight is eat less and run. Right. <laughs> like, that's it. It's, it's, it's not rocket science. science. Yeah, it's not rocket science. And I know yeah. that too. I, I want to lose weight too. And Yeah, me too. Harder, but and if you really sum it all down, it's only two things. Just work out and, you know, hire a person who will run behind you and who just says run, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, like, in the, like if you join the army, because I was in the army, they yell at you if you don't run. Exactly. So <laughs> that's it. So people can know all these information, but... Are you actually doing them? That's a totally different story. Because common sense is not always common practice. Right. Well, that's really good stuff. Well, I, I'm looking forward to your book. Uh, thanks for being on the show today. Uh, what can, where can people go to find out more information about, about what you're up to? Sure. So if you're interested in the trading side of things, then you can head on over to livetraders.com. There you'll find a free ebook, which can give you a lot more information about, you know, what we do, how trading actually works. And if you go to the blog section, you'll find a lot of educational articles that we publish. So that's how people can kind of get an idea to learn without spending any money. And they can always call our office uh, for a free consultation. And, you know, we can see where you're at, what your goals are, and, you know, see if it's even right for you because it might not be right for you. So that's the trading side of things. But if you're interested more in the personal development side that I'm involved in now, 
I started a podcast a couple of weeks ago as well. If you're interested in that and the book, then you can head on over to uh, preppingforsuccess.com. Uh, there you'll be able to find some free chapters from the book, um, some of the podcast episodes that I have up, and, you know, take it from there. And otherwise, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my username on all those channels is the same, which is Delta, uh, spelled out D-E-L-T-A, and the word 90, N-I-N-E-T-Y. So Delta 90 and Instagram, Twitter, and uh, people can keep in touch with me there. Okay, and we're going we're gonna to post all that information on my website with the show notes. Uh, for the podcast, so anybody that's listening or watching on YouTube or reading from the website will be able to get access to that, and that's really good. And uh, keep us posted when the book comes out, because I'd like to share that with my audience and maybe even have you back on the show to promote the book. Definitely, I'd love to. Okay, and, and thanks for being here today. Really good, good stuff. Nice chatting with you. Thanks. All right. Thank you for listening to the Cashflow Hacking Podcast. If you want to get the show notes, just visit our podcast page at financeandmarkets.com. Thanks for tuning in to another insightful episode of How to Trade It with Casey Stubbs. We hope you found today's discussion valuable and inspiring. Remember, the road to trading mastery is a continuous one. And your commitment to learning and growing as a trader is the key to your success. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please reach out to us at podcast at tradingstrategyguides.com. Keep listening, keep learning, and keep trading your way to victory. Until next time.